Uh, all right, so yeah, now we're recording. Okay. So uh, I guess this is episode two of our quest through Earthbound Beginnings, which is Mother, um, you know, the, the prequel to Earthbound, as we know in America. Um, and so last time, we had just saved Pippi, um, and we had returned to talk to the mayor who gave us a key to, what, the, not the zoo itself, but the, what, the headquarters of the zoo? I don't know. For the... I think it's a little confusing whether you need the key in the first place. Also, you definitely need to do that portion of the quest. Okay. Like rescuing the key seems to trigger the zoo being a place you can get into, but you don't actually use the key, right? Because the monkey steals it from you. And then you check the gate, and it's it turns out the gate's been broken the whole time, and you just go in. <laughs> well, okay, uh, yeah. So I guess that's one of those again, kind of subversions of you know, you it's a very um, structured way of progressing through a game. Um, you know, you have to get the key to open up the gate, and then it's like you get to the gate, and it's like, oh, actually, a monkey's already there, and it has broken. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess it's just kind of more of Shigesato Itoi being playful kind of with um, the, the tropes of many other RPGs. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I was reading a little bit about that. Um, there's an article or, S, or what's it called? Interview somewhere that he does. Maybe there's more than one of these where he talks about some of the inspiration behind the game. Um, and he yeah, specifically cites Dragon Quest as something he was playing at the time. Um, and in the interview I was reading, he also mentions his asthma. So you know that person in town who talks to you about your asthma? Yes. Yeah, so apparently that's like a reference to uh, Itoi and like what he went through as a kid. Um, and uh, so, and you know, as an adult too, I guess, because he was like, he would sit up late at night and, and he would feel like he had nothing to do except just um, you know, read books or play video games. And so he, he specifically singles out Mario as being like the game he played the most, mm -hmm. but then also um, Dragon Quest. Like somebody gave him this game and he thought he had like really low expectations. He didn't think it would be something he'd get into. Um, but then he, he ended up like, you know, getting addicted, and really liking it. Um, so then he thought to himself like, well, I'll just make one that I like, you know, better. That's on the face of it, more interesting game. Um, and so Mother is what he comes up with and he pitches it to Shigeru Miyamoto. The Mario creator, of course, right? And so yeah. it's like this huge moment of all these things like coming together. And then he obviously yeah, puts a lot of himself into the game, like a lot of, you know, more um, obvious things, like the, the asthma, like a literal a piece of himself. And then just like the way that his sense of humor comes through, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> just, uh, he needed this key to get to the, the zoo, but actually um, you, you can walk right in. Um, yeah. And that's the whole thing, right? The zoo animals have all escaped. Like, as you walk around, all the cages are broken. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I guess, you know, as we were talking about our playthrough and we were going to stop, um, you mentioned Canary Village, which I completely somehow missed. Um, so I don't know. Did you go to Canary? So, you know, let, let's take a step back. Uh, we get back. We get the key to the zoo. Um, did you go directly to the zoo? Um, did you do anything before you walked there? I personally um, went back home uh, mm -hmm. to f to sleep and I guess refill my my pee pee because uh, 
I had spent money on the wooden bat. I didn't have enough to stay at the hotel. Um, so I decided oh, to trek right. up. So I, I decided to trek up there and I ran into um, Pippi and she gave me the Franklin badge. Um, right. Yes, that's important. You got to get that. Yes. Well, uh, it turns out that you definitely need that. <laughs> well, so far I haven't needed it yet. Um, I, what? for for whatever reason, I don't know if I just missed this in Earthbound, but um, I never made the connection that it was like the Ben Franklin badge, and that's why it was um, resistant to um, lightning bolts and electricity. Well, that's that's the weird thing about it, though, because in in my fight with the Starman Junior, he uses a move that uh, would kill you in one hit. I'm pretty sure, um, unless you have the Franklin badge with you. Huh. Um, so when when you say Franklin, yeah, it's it's supposed. I I guess it's supposed to be Ben Franklin because yeah, in Earthbound, it deflects lightning from Mister Carpenter, right? Yes. But in this game, it deflects beam attacks, which I don't know doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But that's cool. I mean. Yes. Enough to lighten, I guess. Well, yeah, right. So, I mean, I read the description of the Franklin badge, and it specifically said Ben Franklin um, yeah. in it. So, so that's like a clear, obvious um, reference to that. Uh, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I don't know if I reflected any of the beam attacks by the Starman Junior when I was playing through because they weren't. He, yeah, he uses two different ones. So, if he uses the Alpha. It'll hit you, and it hurts a lot. Yeah, it sucks. But if he uses the gamma, there's a beam ga gamma that he uses, and that one is the one that it reflected for me. So maybe I just got lucky. I don't know, but um, it doesn't hurt him though, which was really annoying. Like it would have right. been very satisfying if it would have just uh, one shotted him too. Uh, but it, it has no effect on him. Um, but it does at least preserve your life um, in those situations when that uh, PK beam gamma comes at you. Anyway, but but yeah, I similarly I went back, uh, visited everyone, talked to everyone again. You know, I checked to see if like the bridge would be open yet. It wasn't open yet. No, I couldn't find the zoo for a very long time, uh, and so like you, you know, not finding Canary Village, um, I had a hard time just like figuring out where to go. Uh, but um, Canary Village is actually on the way to the zoo, the way that I went at least. Um, there's like kind of a circle like that uh, with like your house is basically like the center point of this big circle okay. that you can trek around. And if you go, you know, you go down towards Podunk, then you hang, uh, I guess, you know, to the left, to the, to the west. Hang a, hang a, hang a Louie. Hang a Louie. And you'll, and you'll run into Canary Village way over there in the west. Okay. Um, but then you, then you swing up from there and you come to the zoo and then if you keep going around the big circle, then you go to our, our next destination. Um, off to the northeast. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. that's interesting, because I... Uh, yeah, when I was playing it, I felt like the zoo was very easy to find. So, you know, I guess I was starting from Podunk, and I just kind of went yeah. north. And, yeah. uh, you know, you, you make a right at a certain point, and then that's the bridge that says, like... You know, you can't go through here. The curfew still in effect, but if you go up to this other bridge, like you might be able to get through. Um, right. And then, yeah, you run into a sign. Yeah, you know, obviously, since I missed Canary Village, uh, maybe 
was there any clues that we were supposed to go to Canary Village? I, I don't know. Like, it, I'm starting to think, like, maybe this game isn't the best at uh, holding your hand and telling you exactly where to go next. No, it's, I mean, the only thing that suggests it is if, like you said, you go to the top floor of the department store and the only pet that they have for sale is the canary chick. Right. Um, so there's there's no, like, obvious use for it, but um, something about that definitely feels, you know, very video gamey, right? Like, this is, this is the key to do something. I just have to find where this key will fit. Um, and so... I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you just explore enough and you'll eventually um, find that thing. And and it, when you go in Canary Village, it's kind of weird. It's like, there's not much there. Um, yeah. It's just a bunch of birds who won't talk to you. Okay. Uh, and then there's one guy. Uh, there's one human there and he'll say that there's a singing canary, but uh, she's gone missing. You know, she hasn't been singing lately. Um, and I don't know if I just missed it the first time, but I think she doesn't appear until after you do the zoo thing. Um, and then there's kind of like a secret passage um, to get to where she's hanging out. Huh. Um, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's, uh, it's like, a, again, it sort of like uses the mechanics of the game, and this time it's the graphics. But like the way that things are displayed on screen presents a... Uh, like a hint to like find your way back to where the singing canary is hanging out, um, and sure enough, she gives you one of the the melodies. So okay, yeah, you gotta do it before the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. So I after you mentioned it to me, I I looked it up online, um, at least to see like what you get from there. I was like, well, I you know obviously I feel like I can progress the game. I you know I, I, we. Went to yeah. wherever we used telepathy, um, and so now I'm in. I don't know what that area is called. It's kind of like magic. I camp. know what it's called. Okay, well, it's magic camp. Is yeah. it magic camp? All right. It um, is. It is. How, how could how could you not recognize it? Well, I thought it was. I just wasn't sure if this had a yeah. different name. But I guess you know, playing Metroid and my sequence breaking um, has carried over <laughs> to this game since I missed something. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, you know, taking a step back to the zoo. One thing I found odd is like, you know, the the enemies in Earthbound always seemed very whimsical. Um, uh-huh. You know, it wasn't just like a mouse. It was like a rowdy mouse and he was wearing like sunglasses and stuff. Like here, you're fighting like hyenas, um, just like legit hyenas that escaped from a zoo or the alligators with really weird uh, pixel art. Um I don't know. They're terrifying. They're, yeah, well, yes. Um, a lot more terrifying <laughs> than the ones that stand on their tail in Earthbound. Um, yeah. Luckily, no exploding oaks. But yeah, I mean, I think just like the the amount of different enemies that you're even fighting um, in the zoo alone. I, I think you had like flies that you were fighting, um, mm-hmm. hyenas, tiger, uh, alligators i know i'm missing some a gorilla um, there's the gorilla and the elephant yes yes which Dude, the tiger is so mean um <laughs> it killed me like every time i fought it so if i fought it like i pretty much just gave up all hope uh i i ran from those battles um if i could but it hits 
with a continuous attack. It's just not fair. Oh, not fair. interesting. I don't... You didn't I'm, get the continuous attack? Oh. I... So, it took me at least, like... So, I think I, I tried to fight the zoo, probably died twice, and then, you know, you go back to wherever your last save spot. So, that, I guess I was in the hotel in um, yeah. Podunk. Eventually, I bought the wooden bat for the low price of, I think, $500. Right. Um, and then I went back, and I was able to get a, like, progress a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I died a couple more... Well, then I died again, and I thought that I had lost the wooden bat because I didn't save and all my <laughs> money. And I almost gave up on the game, but then I realized that it has a very weird... Like, if you equip your weapon, yes. it's no longer in your inventory. So that's what I was confused about. Right, um, right. But then when I checked like my stay, I was like, oh no, I'm fine. All right, fair enough. I don't care if I lose money, I just need it the bat. So, yeah, you go through the zoo. Um, you know, eventually you make it to the, was it the zookeeper's house? Yeah, it's like the headquarters. Yeah. Um, and then I guess, you know, so I, yeah, that maybe, I, I don't know what level I'm at. I think like maybe like eight or nine at this point. Uh-huh. Yeah, that seems about right. I think I have like a thousand experience points. I, I crossed the thousand XP threshold, so I was pretty pl- pleased with that. So um, I have a question: Is the, obviously you have a weapon that you can equip. Is there other like armor or anything like that you uh, can equip at this point? Good question. If there is, I haven't found it. Okay. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if there is somewhere. Um, yeah, because you don't need to equip the Franklin badge right. in order to have it work. It has to be sitting in your inventory. Um, yeah, the wooden bat, definitely crucial. Got to have that. Um, but aside from that, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any armor or like helmets or amulets or anything like that so far. So um, I think on my third or or fourth trek up up towards the zoo there's like a bunch of bridges that you can just start walking across and um i don't know where where the heck they lead but eventually i ended up going very north towards the edge of the map and that's actually the first time that i ran into a little saucer which yeah. i guess is the first time that at least i was experiencing any kind of uh not from this world type enemy um exactly which i'm surprised was all the reveal is kind of this early in the game um naturally a lot later than it was in earthbound but uh i guess that explains why you know your lamp is attacking you in your room um yeah and then why the animals are all going crazy um and then eventually i guess you, you finally after many trials and tribulations, you make it to the zookeeper's room, and that's when you run into this weird pill-looking capsule that's just in the zookeeper's room. Um, yes. And then you approach it, and then that's when you start with the uh, the battle with the Starman Jr. I know. No. It's such a creepy lead-up, I feel like, too, because like, you go in all these different rooms yeah. in the HQ, right? And there's nothing in some of them, and there's a, there's a present box in other ones. Yep. So it sort of sets you up to, like, on the one hand, feel like this is a very eerie place, and there's definitely something behind this door. But on the other hand, it's like, all the enemies there are way weaker than everything you fought up to that point through the right. zoo. So right. It kind of, like, takes you, you, you let your guard down a little bit, too. 
And then, like I said, I think Starman Jr. can just one-shot you if you haven't got the Franklin badge. Like, I have to imagine, because his attacks are really powerful. He uses, you know, PK attacks, so he's like the first being other than Ninten that seems to have that power, right? Um, you, so far, have just been basically brute-forcing your way through, um, but this time I, like, tried using some of my other Psy attacks, like um, uh, Defense Up I yep. had at that point which helped a lot, I think. Um, I tried hypnotizing uh, some of the the big fat uh, enemies, um, and they would wake up, and it wouldn't be worth it. So I didn't, <laughs> uh, I didn't bother trying hypnotizing the Starman Jr. He, he looked like pretty... Um, like he would just dodge that attack anyway, also. So anyway. Yeah, he's, he's sort of like scrawny looking, um, but definitely packs a wall up. Uh, and you, you don't you don't actually defeat him so much as he like just leaves at a certain point, right? He like this little capsule floats away, and it says like the strange noise that was driving the animals crazy has um, has stopped. So right then the zoo is safe again. You don't have to fight any of those hard enemies. Yes, at least for a little while. Yes, and and so yeah, so it, so it basically confirms the fact that it is this weird being um i guess technically we don't know if it's from this a different world or whatever but uh mm-hmm. is the one who's who's kind of causing this effect on um all the on the on all the animals um and i guess as as you're leaving there's one cage with a singing monkey oh yeah that's that's quite important yeah so. i don't know if it's the same monkey that stole the key but it is a it is definitely a thing you need to check on your way out yeah so um I guess I I spoke to the monkey or checked the monkey or whatever. And yeah, so it started singing something. The screen had a kind of weird flash at it. Um, and it said, I think Nintendo remembered that tune. Yes. Um, so yeah, I guess that's what the first melody that you're supposed to get in the game. No, because you've already done the one in the doll, right? Oh, Wait, you have didn't I? actually do the melody for the doll? I think you must have. I think it it it, it tells you you basically have to, right? I mean, um, maybe you have to check it twice, but I think when you check the doll and there's the um, music box in it, it plays a little song and it does the same little um, animation. Interesting. Um, yeah, you should you should check in your in your status screen. Yeah, and it'll have little music notes, and if you've got the first and the third. Um, the second is the canary. So, bummer. All right. Well, you have I guess to I go back to the canary eventually. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's unfortunate. It's not that far from your house, you know. It's it could be worse. Um. Yeah, it's not as bad as when I first played Earthbound, and I. What was it? The carrot key that you can use. Yeah, there's code. a lot of places that you can get. Well, yeah, you know, it's you can miss. Uh, you can miss doing the caves near uh, Happy Happy Village too, you know. Yeah, um, but I just completely didn't. Complete I that. well, yeah, I didn't do the carrot key stuff in in Pooh's village, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and so the underworld or I, I forget the name of it was like extremely brutal to go through. It was it was very hard. I was like, man, this is like a huge like difficulty spike, and then I was like, oh wait, because I skipped one of the bosses and I did this out of order. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so. All right. Well, um, 
I guess I'll, I'll have to put a pin in uh, the Canary Village because, as we were saying, after you defeat the Starman Jr., um, you talk to the monkey on the way out um, to, to get your melody. Um, it's time to move on to a weird cave, it appears. Um, you go east. You talk to the police. Um, are they supposed to let you through? It seems like they... Uh, like recognize that you have telepathic powers. I, I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, Cause when you talk one of them tells you about the cave and one tells you that people in town are talking about you and that you should like use your telepathy to find out or something. Like, it's something weird like that. Um, yeah. If you talk to the, to the police officers at the bridge, like a little bit South um, before then they're like, yeah, you're not allowed to go without the curfew, but like the people are, uh, up north or like letting kids go through anyway. Right, um, yeah. So I don't know if that's another commentary just kind of on uh, government and police in um, America <laughs> according to Shigesato Itoi. Um, you know, I, I, I know. it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I doubt it, uh, especially back then. But maybe it's just kind of more of a commentary on kind of just like the loose enforcement in these kind of podunk towns. Um, maybe. In general. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's very, um, it's very nice of them, I think, to let you through. But, you know, there isn't anything past them except that cave. And that's a dead end. Right? So I, I don't know. What exactly they're guarding? They can, <laughs> yeah. Like, why, why are they guarding that bridge? Um so, yeah. If, so, so, if you, uh, yeah, if you have the the diary with you, you didn't you didn't leave that with your sister, right? So, you, you have to keep it, um, because you have to be able to, uh, like, answer a a mystery that's posed by the the mysterious thing in the cave. Um, interesting. Um, I do still have it was the GGF diary. Yeah. yeah. And you know, uh, I read somewhere that they were going to include with the game a um, basically like a strategy guide that would have been the diary. So they were gonna um, like have this whole aesthetic of the great grandfather's diary um, as uh, it's sort of like the Earthbound player's guide, is like this travel guide, you know. So it's kind of a shame. I don't think that any of that has survived. Um, but maybe one will turn up somewhere, like a prototype of the diary. That's, yeah, no, that's a bummer, because that's a, that's a really cool idea. I know. Because, you know, especially with how they kind of knocked it out of the park with the um, Earthbound one, with the, the travel guide. Because, yeah, I mean, that was super charming. I enjoyed just reading that without even playing the game. I know. I know. Uh, so so down there in the cave, it asks you, uh, well, I don't know, you, you, you're you kind of stuck, right? So you you do what you do in these games, which is like try all your different options. Um, and the thing that works is doing telepathy on the stone. And yes. It, it looks kind of like the stone is marked with two X's. Yes. Right? Um, which, like, genetically speaking, is um, female. Right, the XX chromosomes. Ah, um, okay. I think that's what that refers to. Although, I don't know, could just be a coincidence. But anyway, so then, 
so then you're like communicating with this um this other mind and it uh telepathically asks you like a riddle about who lost its tail and this prompts you to look in the diary as a player you don't have to do this part um Ninten just automatically opens up the diary to the page that has that like um that one phrase that you can read when you look at the diary which is like um yeah something about uh a, a ship that sails through the stars or something like that um so all that is pretty cryptic, uh, but apparently that is like the uh, the clue or the password or something um, to get to Magic Camp. Huh. Uh, okay. Yeah, all right. Well, I want to look that up. I'm get that right. Well, so, uh, I mean, I think it's, while, while you look that up, I guess I'll just kind of think about, you know, bringing in the kind of the XX and the female. Um, we know that the great-grandfather... Um, disappeared with the great grandmother who yes. was never seen again. So, you know, the female who's never seen, and now there's this weird formation in a cave uh, with XX on it um, on a rather yeah. phallic type symbol as well. It's kind of weird. Anyway, it says, okay, so who has lost his tail? The forgotten one of the ship that sails the cosmos. Um, yeah. Very strange. Um, so you've got comet. Yeah, you've got the image of a shooting star, basically, right? Yep. Um, yeah, comet maybe. Um, so the game, you know, the sequel starts with the uh, the meteor hitting Earth, um, and I don't know. I, yeah, you've got this idea that um, uh, the the tail is missing from it so this is like a uh, uh a modified or a, even a disabled comet of some kind it, it's a little yeah a little strange it's like a comet that's not moving anymore right I mean, uh, that's kind of what yeah, creates right. the Maybe. tail yeah it also reminds me of the uh riddles that they used to post on was it earth star starman.net Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, had a riddle speech. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm. Um, yeah. Maybe they still do. Oh, I'm sure they yeah. still do. I just haven't been there in a long time. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, you use your telepathy, and then you end up in this weird world. Um, I think you're fully clothed, right? Yeah. Oh, not... That might just be in the U.S. version. Yeah. Are you wearing your pajamas? I forget. I don't... Uh, no, I don't think there's any change to the sprite this time. Yeah, okay. They're so tiny, it'd be hard to tell anyway. Uh, yeah, so I, I didn't do much exploring as soon as I got to Magic Hand. I just, luckily, playing it on the Wii U, I just created, like, the restore point. Um, oh, yeah. So that makes it a lot easier to kind of just, like, continue through. Um which does make the game think that I've been playing it like without ever turning it off. So I do get the calls from the dad who's like, uh, do you want to maybe take a, take a break? <laughs> yeah. Do you, um, uh, do you get homesick in this game? I haven't yet. I don't think. Okay. Um, That's the thing. I know the, the one hippie uses the bullhorn to like, 
imitate your mother calling you for like coming home and that like lowers your defense or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I will say like earthbound, like you start off with the meteor crashing and like a lot of weird stuff happening. Um, but then it kind of like normalizes relatively quickly after that kind of like weird beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like this game just like kind of started off yeah. and it's like, I mean, obviously the lamp is attacking you before you even leave the house. And then like, I, I, I don't know. It, it, the pacing seems to be a little bit more different in terms of, of the story. Um, no, definitely. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, um, like, in, I guess I don't know quite how to think about that. Yeah, like if it if it's a toy trying to imitate more of a Dragon Quest style story, um, where uh, there is this like punishing difficulty, um, and it's a lot to do with just like leveling and um, getting from place to place. Um, versus Earthbound, it seems like there's a little bit more. Uh, of a forgiving, um, you know, like, have fun exploring kind of thing. Like, they lean into that a little bit more. But I'm not sure, or maybe it's just that it's the first game, right? And so they don't quite have the pacing figured out just yet. Um, Yeah. uh, Well, and I also uh, think the limitations of the hardware. um, Also, I, I think probably hold this game back a little bit, at least in terms of, you know, I'm looking at the map of like Canary village and the cemetery and like the zoo. And it's like, they all look the same, right? Like Mm -hmm. the sprites are all like basically the same. It's like, wow, it's hard to differentiate these places. Even when you're just walking around Podunk and exploring, like I was on these bridges and I'm like, wait, wait, I was just on this bridge. I feel like, um, it's hard to differentiate. I'm not going to hold that against the game. Um, again, I think it was just the limitation of, of the time. Um, but it can be a little bit disorienting. But I guess my question is, if we already have, well, you already have three of the melodies, um, and I should have three of the melodies, and there's only eight in this game. Um, how, how much longer is this game? Yeah, I don't know. Well, if you look at the map, we've explored a very small part of it, right? Well, yeah, exactly. And so that's what I don't know. I think that there's some definite, uh, you know, clustering here yeah. and and you can miss these melodies too so maybe that's intentional like um to try to f- force the player to come back and and explore more thoroughly later um i don't know i i do think we have quite a bit of game left um but yeah in terms of melodies i think we're almost halfway there i think you get another one in magic hand although i don't know if it's the next one or if it's one of the last ones i can't remember yeah well, you know, so far, now that we have uh, life up, um, it makes it a little bit easier to to go through the game. Um, oh, very much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so now it's kind of starting to pick up, and, and it's getting a little bit more. Um, it's less just check, checking like auto fight, basically. Um, a little bit more right. engaging. So, I'm excited yeah. to see what Magic Cant has ahead of us. Um, you know, I, I guess this weekend we'll try to get through to, you know, I don't know if you get to it first, let me know where you stop or if I get to sure. it first, I'll let you know where I stop. Yeah, I think playing about an hour 
seems like the right amount. I mean, uh, and I I can't remember what's after Magicant, but I'm I'm assuming that we're about to meet a new friend. I'm thinking that's going to happen pretty soon because um. So if you do go back and talk to the receptionist at the mayor's, you know, at City Hall, mm -hmm. uh, she says. Like, up until this point, she always says, like, talk to me later, I'll, I'll tell you a secret. Talk to me later, I'll tell you a secret. So she finally tells you um, something about, like, um, there's a there's a girl with strange powers, you know? Yes. Um, so it seems to indicate that in the next town that we get to, we'll probably meet our, uh, our, our first party member. He's going to join up for more time than uh, Pippi did. Well, I'd hope so, because our time with Pippi was way too short. Um, I know. Although she was pretty useless, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so, uh, but you just, you'd have to level up, that's all. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess she just kind of, well, I was going to say the P, the, the characters that start with a P, but I guess Pooh's pretty good, so. Um, I was Paula? Thinking, oh, yeah, I Come guess Paula. On. I didn't even think of Paula. Pokey is terrible, obviously. But, well, uh, I mean, I don't know. He kind of had a point. He had a tough life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no uh, rival character so far, at least. So that's one big difference. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Where you, you, I guess in Earthbound, you kind of had the parallel, right? You had the, the one kid who's... It, coming out of like an ordinary village is to be the hero but I guess uh, on the other side of the coin you had like the same but for like the villain coming out of there so <sighs> we also don't have any weird statues that we're following around trying to figure out why they have mystical powers <laughs> um, yeah so I mean like yeah so far I guess the mystery of this game is a lot more is a lot greater Really yeah. have no idea what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I love that about that. It's um, yeah. It it takes you back to those days of just like not knowing what's going on, <laughs> uh, and just having to explore and try everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, I think that'll. This is a good stopping point for now. Uh, so I'm going to stop this.